Yeah, Friday! You have reached episode 48 of the Ranting Weight Watcher. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoy the show today. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. If the podcast app you're listening on allows you to rate the show, please leave a four-star or five-star rating. Any rating is greatly appreciated. Man, oh man, we are at another Friday. Thank God. Thank God it is Friday, and we're not going to waste any time because I have a great show planned for you today. Let's get into this. Journey updates. Okay, guys, again, not a great week for multiple reasons, which I'll get into this episode, but we had a one-pound gain this week. We are up three pounds For the month of July. And really, we're up four pounds if I include the last week of June. Our total weight lost since January 2019 is 129.4 pounds. The amount of pounds remaining to get to my small goal of 253 pounds is 13.2 pounds. The amount of weight remaining to get to the next WW milestone, which is the minus 150-pound milestone, is 20.6 pounds. And the pounds remaining to get to our goal, which was to lose 200 pounds and then reevaluate my life from then, is 70.6 pounds. This is not a great result. I'm not very happy right now. But in the broad scheme of things... I'm four pounds up. That is the full assessment of the current situation is I'm four pounds up. So, I mean, it used to be that, I mean, I could gain four to six pounds in just water fluctuation. So this is not as bad when you think about four pounds over four weeks. It's not as bad as it looks, but we are certainly in an uptrend and changes need to be made. And so... That's what brings me to my current topic. I am titling today's episode, Surprise, It's a Journey Storm. Recently, my, mo- my mother decided she was going to move to Florida, and she wants to live near where I live here in South Florida, in the Broward County area. About a mile from my house, there's a place called Winmore, which is like a, a 55 and over community, Okay. I told her, you got to put your house on the market. If you're going to move here, you got to put your house on the market. So she put her house on the market and she recently accepted an offer for her home. And now is everything is getting serious. She's packing and everything else, preparing to move here. I had to start looking for a condo for her because I'm basically her eyes. This place, Winmore, it is like a country club living kind of resort style. Not actually a country club, but very much a country club re- resort. You're, you're in a condo. There are multiple swimming pools. There are, there's a billiard room, shuffleboard, bocce ball, 
all kinds of other amenities, movie theater, restaurant, golf course, all of this within the walls of Winmore. Okay. I mean, the fact that there's a golf course in there to just, you have to know how big a golf course is. Okay. For there to be an entire golf course inside the walls of this place, it just gives you the scope of how enormous this place is. It's like once you enter the the main gates, the security guard lets you in, you're in a small city. All of the buildings, the, all of the many buildings in within the walls of this place have their own street names. I mean, it is organized the same like a small city, okay? So last Saturday, I went looking for a place for her. This is Saturday the, the 10th that I went and did this, July 10th. Saw five places. The second place, I fell instant, I'm sorry, third place, I fell instantly in love with. In my mind, this was it. This was the condo my mother deserved. She had to have it. And now it was also the most expensive one out of all the ones we were looking at. Because this place was a flip. No one, so basically everything in this place is brand new. Brand new, brand new toilets, except the only thing that's not brand new that's still there from the previous apartment is the air conditioning. Everything else, brand spanking new. To me, this was the perfect situation for my mother because when I moved to Florida, I bought a townhome, people were living in it, they left, and everything went smoothly. Six months after moving here, the air conditioning broke. We call a service guy. It's in the middle of July. So I move in here. It's, it's March. I purchased in February, walked in the door in March because we had some work done before we moved in. In July, the hottest, probably close to the hottest time of year, the air conditioning broke. Hot summer day, air conditioning breaks. And in Florida, you know right away when your air conditioning is broken. We had a guy come out and look, and he said, he showed me the, the whole inside of the thing. He said, this thing has been band-aided so many times. Really, you should think about replacing it. It's time to replace it. And so I was like, well, we don't have the money to replace. And he says, okay, well, I could fix something, but this thing can last weeks or it can last hours, what I'm about to do. And if it lasts hours... You then you know for sure what I'm saying is right. That this whole thing needs to be replaced. Sure enough, he did whatever he did. 24 hours later, the thing broke again. So now we're, we're scratching our head. How the hell are we going to pay for this? So this is like $5,800 $5, or something like that for a brand new air conditioning system. So I didn't want my mother to go through the same thing. I didn't want her, if she walks in and the air conditioning goes bad the minute she gets there, then she will know everything in the place is brand new. Everything. All new electrical, all new plumbing, all new, I mean, everything is brand new. She's going to be the first person to sit on that toilet, the first person to use the refrigerator. Everything is brand new. Hot water heater, everything. And I wanted this place for her so badly. 
Anyway, she wasn't convinced because just because of the price tag, she wasn't convinced. She wanted something cheaper. So the search continued. Fast forward a week, basically this past Friday, July 16th, because it looks like the place I love, there's a buyer and it looks like there's an offer on the table. My heart is broken because I wanted this place so badly for her. The search continues. I schedule seven listings on Friday afternoon after work, four o'clock. The realtor came here at 4.30, picked me up. We went to go look at seven more condos. On the second condo, we were coming out of it and there was some uneven pavement. I wasn't paying attention and I turned my ankle pretty bad. The left ankle, basically a whole, you guys know what it looks like to turn, turn your ankle. The whole thing just went sideways, kicked out the wrong direction. And I, you know, I was sitting there like, uh Oh, that's not good. Right. And part of me, sometimes, you know, right away when you're injured and something's not right. So I kind of put some weight on it. I was okay. And the, you know, the realtor's like, are you all right? And I'm like, you know what? Let's go. I'm still good. The more I walked on it, the worse it got, the worse it got, the worse it got. To the point where by the time we were done, I was in, I was in real pain at this point. I was still walking on it, but I was in real pain. I went home. He dropped me off. We saw the seven places, nothing worth buying. At, none of these seven places were worth buying, at least not for my mother. I didn't want, in my mind, I'm comparing, you know what I'm, I feel like at this point? I feel like if you ever seen the show, say yes to the dress, I feel like the bride that tried on a $30,000 dress, even though she knew she didn't have the money, and now every dress she puts on after these two and $3,000 dresses are being compared to a $30,000 dress. That's exactly how I felt. So in my mind, none of these seven were worth even thinking about and the search was going to continue. But when I got home, I go to eat dinner and I'm supposed to go out with friends that night. As I'm sitting there eating dinner, my pain is getting worse and worse and worse to the point that I can't take it anymore. I can't take just sitting there. I was sitting at the dinner table and I couldn't take it anymore. I was like, all right, this is getting serious here. Got to do something about it. So they they go about their business. I can't go with them to see my friends because my friends were here visiting from New York and I couldn't go see because there was, that was their last day here. I couldn't say goodbye. I crawled on my hands and knees up the stairs, got myself into bed and there I laid with my, um, leg elevated for the evening because we have one of those adjustable base beds where the, the head or foot can be raised or lowered. Okay, now I'm going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the current situation. What am I dealing with? Okay, so don't go anywhere. Stick with me. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening to the Ranting Weight Watcher. If you would like to connect on social media, we would love to connect with you. On the Weight Watchers Connect app, search for at Ranting Weight Watcher. 
All of our other social media links can be found at www.therantingweightwatcher.com. You can also email the show, say hello or share your story with us. Send your emails to therantingweightwatcher at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Are you interested in Ranting Weight Watcher merchandise? The Ranting Weight Watcher merchandise store is officially open for business. Head over to www.therantingweightwatcher.com, scroll down past the welcome section to find the link to the merchandise store. Thank you so much for your support of the show. If this is your first time here, and you enjoy the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. We are proud to announce that the Ranting Weight Watcher has been rated number 6 in Feedspot.com's Top 10 Weight Watchers Podcasts. Click the link in the show's description if you wish to see the full list. If the podcast app you are listening with allows you to rate the show, please leave a 4-star or 5-star rating, whatever is in your heart to leave. Any rating is greatly appreciated. And now, without further delay, here is the star of the show, Donato Russo. And we are back. Thanks for sticking with me. So in the first segment, I told you about the story about my mom moving to Florida and how in the process of helping her find a place, I sprained my ankle and here I am in the current situation. So as I went through on Friday night, I went through this whole situation. It's definitely not broken. Okay. I could put, I put weight on it without any issue when and it, when it initially happened, I put the weight on it. So, of course, I, I, over time, when it starts to swell, yes, I can't put weight on it. But when something breaks, you know right away it's broken. There's no doubt about it in your mind. You don't have to think about anything. It's broken, and you can't put any weight on it. Okay? So that was my assessment of the, current, of the, the situation at the moment as I stood there. So I went about the business and I looked at all the other places that we had scheduled because I wasn't going to cancel this at this point. Went, saw the rest of, we had, that was the second place in that I made, I tri- or slipped on the uneven payment. And uh, my ankle turned out from underneath me. We saw the other five units, came home, everybody went out, I stayed home, had ice, and I said to myself, okay, If I go to the ER right now, I'm going to wait there for hours. I'm going to get an x-ray. I am going to be told it's not broken. They're going to give me something for pain. And they're going to tell me to ice and and, uh, ice and compression. Really, that's, that's what was going to be the assessment. I knew because for 10 years, I worked at a, a physical therapy office. And so I'm sure any one of those guys would have told me to do that. If I was with them, they would have said exactly what for me to do. Okay. And so that's what I did. That was my plan of action. I had iced. I had it wrapped with a, what's called voodoo floss. I don't know if you guys ever seen this. Basically it's an ACE bandage made out of rubber rather than it's supposed to be for athletes, right? So when you have ACE bandages, you're, you can picture in your head, exactly what an ACE bandage is. These stupid metal clips. It's an elastic type bandage. And with these metal clips that pop off all the time. Well, with Voodoo Floss, it's an ACE bandage without the clips. Because it's made of rubber, you wrap the injured body part and then you just lift one of the layers and you tuck in 
the rubber, and because it's rubber, it sticks to itself, so to speak. It doesn't come loose. All you need to do is tuck it within one of the bottom layers and you're good to go, depending on the body part. And this, this Voodoo Floss is made so that you can go running and it's there for support. You can play football and have your knee wrapped and it's there for support. These are, this is specifically made for athletes and it works wonders. You have to watch out with the amount of tension you pull because it can restrict blood flow because it is that strong. It's, it's like putting a rubber band around your leg, okay? So I had my um, ankle wrapped. It gave me a, a good amount of support, but really I spent the evening iced, had it elevated. I woke up the next morning and I took, I'm sorry, I took also anti-inflammatory medication. So I took like two doses before going to bed that night. And then um, the next morning, I took another dose of anti-inflammatory medication and followed with more ice and more compression. As I went through the day, the pain level subsided greatly compared to Friday night. I didn't have to worry about anything in that case. It subsided, which told me in my mind I made the right choice. So I'm not worried about the ankle so much anymore. So now my mind has switched gears. We're going to take another break. I'll be back in a few. Don't go anywhere. Nothing can stand in my way because I am an unstoppable force. My challenges crumble in my presence because I am so strong. My insecurities no longer have power over my life because I I am so confident. My mistakes are my choices and I am okay with this because I am so intelligent. The mirror and scale can no longer haunt me because I am so beautiful. I can face any circumstance with unwavering support because I am so loved. The demons of my past can no longer haunt me because I now love myself. All things are possible as long as I believe because God is on my side. I will achieve all of the goals, not if, but when, because I have no boundaries. I am the champion of my story, because I do whatever it takes to win. No one can take what I've done away from me, because I am the author and the hero of my story. I'm coming 
victory is mine. Because I am enough. So I just went over this crazy weekend. I let you know what I got to do to what I had done to get myself to this point. So as I said here, I am going to continue the treatment of my ankle the same way. Ice, compression, anti-inflammatories if needed. I'm going to stay away from anti-inflammatories as much as possible because I know for a fact that anti-inflammatories also cause weight gain. And I'm also in the perfect storm at this point. I have entered the perfect storm. I had the last week of January, the first week of July, both gains. The first, So last week of June is two, um, a one-pound gain. First week of July was a two-pound gain. Second week of July was stay the same. Here we are, um, third way in in July, and we have a one pound gain. The complete assessment is I only lo- I only gained four pounds in the broad scheme of all this, but it's still a problem because I have to still treat the ankle. The ankle's not healed. I can walk a few steps on my own body weight now. So that's progress. But I cannot do the things I was able to do before. There's no way I can go and walk five miles right now. I I could probably not walk one mile. So I have to look at things in a certain perspective right now because I, I do enjoy a Saturday cheat night Every Saturday night, I have to do things really, really restricted right now. Because at this point, given the situation I'm given, I can't exercise. There's no way. I just can't do it. Because of that, I am having to worry more. Because my exercise did make up for a lot of the poor. I was a lot more relaxed on Saturdays because of how good I exercise all week. I don't take breaks seven days in a week. And you know what? There's so many people that say, oh, you need to take a rest. You need to take a rest. I am almost happy that this injury didn't come because of exercise. It came because of walking around uneven pavement because then it would just bring the people that said, see, you need to be taking rest days. No, it didn't happen because of exercise. It happened because of normal everyday things and just not paying attention to my surroundings. That's why it happened. That's I have nobody to be mad at but myself. If I had paid attention to the the floor where where I was stepping, maybe I wouldn't have turned the ankle. Whatever. It is what it is at this point. I cannot 
go on anymore about it. But I have control over one thing at this point. I've lost all control over exercise at this point. The only thing I can control is what goes in my mouth. And I've said this a number of times, sometimes in life, the only thing you can control. So many people blamed COVID for weight gain. But the one thing they can control in COVID was what went in their mouth. So what did they choose to do? They chose to feed their emotions. And so I can't feed my emotions. I cannot have a bunch of weight gain knowing I've already gained four entering the storm. Because I right now, the storm isn't over. I'm in the middle of it. Okay? And I entered the storm up four pounds. Entered it. So now I will not allow a seven, eight, nine pound weight gain here. It has to be, I have to go back to the days of going to the low end of the blue dot zone. So now people who are on, not on Weight Watchers, there is a, a point zone. They give you a certain amount of points per day. For me right now, it's 35 points per day. But there's a zone within that 35 points that's called the healthy eating zone. And I think it's like 10 points below and six points over whatever the allotment is. So from 25 for me, so either eat 25 points to 41 points, something between there, that's called the healthy eating zone. Okay, so even though I'm at 35, I can go as high as 41 and still be in the healthy eating zone. I think it's six above... 10 below. That's if I remember correctly. When I first started this journey, I wasn't doing any exercise because I didn't think I could. I just wasn't at that mental state yet. And I dropped the first 50 pounds with zero exercise. But I did that by concentrating on the low end of my point zone. And at that point, I was at 54 points and I didn't eat more than 44 a day. So that's the plan here to stay on course until this ankle is 100% again and I could do the six-mile walk on Saturday and Sunday and the four-mile walk Monday through Friday. Until I can get back to that point, I have to aim for the low end of my healthy eating zone, which is going to be 25 points. Now, this is going to cause a huge challenge for me because a lot of what I eat, I concentrate on using every single point. I always have, I always will because it has worked. By eating every single point, I feel like I have kept my metabolism running and made the right choices with those points. I didn't just go and blow them on things that are empty calories. Whenever I chose, I chose well. Except for Saturday night, I got relaxed. Fine. That To me, that was no big deal. And I'm sure any trainer would be okay with one meal, one night a week, to be relaxed on my food choices. So now, I have to get back to, really quick, in a hurry here, I have to get back to the low end of my healthy eating zone. And this is going to be a real test, because when I think about it, even 35 seems low sometimes because of the kind of choices I make, 35 points seems low. And if one thing changes and I don't have 
let's say I don't have one of the things I eat every day of the week and I have to eat something else instead. It does definitely, there's a ripple effect in the points. I, I was never truly worried about it because the fit points I create when I go for a walk, I mean, it's they're up there. So I was always making up for whatever whatever little hiccups there were I could make up for in the walk. But the walk's not available to me anymore, which means I have to become far more disciplined, even more disciplined than I ever was with my food choices. I'm still allowing myself to be relaxed on Saturday nights, but the rest of the week, I used to, I got to the habit of allowing myself to be relaxed on Sundays as well. But now that's going to have to stop. It's going to be Saturday or Sunday, one or the other. It cannot be both until this ankle is better. I could still go out to eat on a Sunday, but it's going to be a much more healthy choice. I'm sitting here recording this for you on Sunday, the 18th of July. Today, I had to go out for a early dinner with a family friend. And back when I first started Weight Watchers, we would go to early dinners with this same friend. And my go-to was chicken parmesan. Now, you're thinking of chicken parmesan your way, but I always tell them to do it a different way. And I'm going back to this because it's been a while since I did this. Two cups of angel hair pasta, that's five points a cup, okay? So when you get chicken parmesan, you you get the most for your, if you're really paying attention to when you measure food, you can fit more angel hair pasta in a cup, a measuring cup, if you only want one cup, then you can put rigatoni, ziti, and all those other ones. So if you're really trying to maximize the pasta you're taking in for five points or six points, whatever it is, a cup of angel hair is way more pasta than a cup of rigatoni. I don't care what you say. Okay? So if I want to maximize my food items, I allot 10 points or more, like sometimes like 15, 13, 13 to 15 points for dinner. Okay? So now if 10 points goes because you know that the restaurant is giving you more than a cup. I don't know exactly. It looks like about two cups in that small bowl they give you. So that's what I'm going with. A measurement of two cups, 10 points allotted for angel hair pasta. Now the chicken, I'm not going to allow them to fry it like a, a breaded chicken cutlet, like it's supposed to be served. I am going to tell them to grill it. Grilled chicken parmesan, that chicken becomes zero. Now, I I can give a few points for tomato sauce, no problem. And now, instead of mozzarella cheese, because I can't measure how much cheese they put on top of this, I'm going to tell them no cheese, bring me a container of parmesan cheese. And I will take a teaspoon and drizzle the Parmesan cheese on top. This way I can control how much cheese goes on that chicken. And I don't put any cheese on my pasta because in my mind, it ruins the taste of the tomato sauce. I, I grew up in a, in a household where every year, September or late, late August, early September, somewhere around there, bushels of bushels of tomatoes would be delivered to my house. And one weekend, 
Everybody would get together and we'd crank it out, crush the tomatoes, uh, get them in jars, mason jars and everything. And then that's what the, the tomato sauce we make for the entire year is made on that day. I grew up in a house like that where the, my tomato sauce started as tomatoes and I, I put them in the jar myself. Okay. And we did the, the chunky tomato sauce and the smooth tomato sauce. And they were all jarred and separated. And, and they, because of the way it's done, it lasts the whole year. And then the next year comes around, you have to do it again. Okay. And as long as you do it right, the, the tomato sauce doesn't go bad. It's sealed in the jar and it's there and it could be kept in any temperature environment. I'm pretty sure because we kept it in the, we kept it in the basement when uh, I was growing up and I'm sure it's cooler in the basement than it is in the rest of the, the house, but the dampness level and all that stuff, I don't know, but that's off topic. But I come from a household where we jarred our own tomato sauce. We made our own sausage. My grandmother once in a while would make homemade pasta. I know what this real stuff tastes like. And your store-bought stuff, Ragu, Prego, all these other things, Classico, it just doesn't compare. It may come close. It just doesn't compare. I feel like the only time I ever look for cheese on pasta is when the sauce doesn't taste good. If the sauce is no good, I add cheese, and I'm probably... I'm probably never going to eat in any one of your houses anyway, so you'll never have to worry about seeing me do this because it's a tell. I'm sorry, that's just how it is. If I ask for Parmesan cheese, I don't like the sauce. If the sauce is good, I don't ask for Parmesan cheese and I don't put it on my pasta and I don't have to worry about that. But I will put Parmesan on the chicken Parmesan, but I will put it on it in a way that I can control the amount of cheese that goes on to that piece of chicken. And I'm going to that today. That's the plan. And the rest of the week is business as usual. Strict to the point. And you know what? I might have to drop some things so that I can get down to the low end of the food zone. I'll drop the protein bar. Maybe I'll switch for the week to Chobani plain yogurt with fruit in it versus the Chobani that I normally eat with fruit already in it. So from four points, I can go to zero if I do with plain yogurt the whole week. And that'll be a four-point makeup. And the protein bar I eat is five points. I'll drop that too. And I'll be right where I want to be. Somewhere between 25 and 30 points. It doesn't have to be 25 exactly. I could be up to 28 and I'll be okay. But that's the plan. And now all I have to do, in my mind, is stick to the plan. I'm going to ride out this storm, and I am going to stick to the plan regardless. And then when I'm back on my feet and back walking again the right way, then I'll go back to using all 35 of the points, you know, enjoying myself and being relaxed in any given situation, whether it's Saturday or Sunday, because I know I can make up for it exercising. I cannot make the stupid choices of continuing life, business as usual, and then sit down and do nothing on the exercise end of things. 
I can't tell you how weird it feels to wake up on a Saturday and a Sunday morning and still be in bed after 7 a.m. I can't tell you how weird that feels. But the last two days in a row, that has been me. It's very weird, and I'm terrified. I'm terrified because I know that I can't do this makeup. I can't make it up with exercise anymore. At least not until this knee, this ankle's better. It's very scary. But we've all been through this, right? I'm not the only one who's injured themselves in the course of their journey of weight loss. I am not the only one who's injured myself. But I know I've seen plenty of people injure themselves and then get extremely relaxed and gained a bunch of the weight back also. Because they're sitting home, they're depressed, they're eating their emotions. And really, if they injured a body part, the last thing they should do is become depressed and eat their emotions. This is when the strength of the mindset has to take over and you have to do the right thing. Well, my right thing is I set you my whole plan. All My game plan is set. All I got to do is stick to it. We are going to minimize, if not eliminate, weight gain at this point. Four pounds is enough. I'm done gaining weight. It is time to start dropping weight in spite of not being able to exercise at the current moment. That's my plan. That's what I'm going to do. I may fail. I may succeed. Who knows? But without trying to do it, nothing. I mean, it's a definite failure if you don't even attempt it. We're going back to basics here. From day one, low end of the healthy eating zone starts today. So really... I have one last question to ask you. Are you in a storm today? Is it possible it's just me? Maybe you didn't think that the situation you're in is actually a storm. And maybe now that you've heard my situation, you realize you are in a storm. So now what do you do? Look what I did. I was in, I entered a storm on Friday and immediately I went into assessment mode. What is my current situation? What can I do? What can't I do? What, what is going to happen in the near, what do we see happening in the near future? Then I came up with a plan, a plan to fix my problem and a plan that my health journey stays on course not and cannot be hindered by this storm. Two separate plans are fully in effect and now are, have gone into execution mode. And that's what you need to do. Come up with a plan and execute that plan after you have assessed your situation. Life isn't about Ron Howard happy days. Not everything is going to go the way you plan it to go. There are storms all around. It's just about when will that storm hit you and how will you deal with that storm when it arrives. 
Nothing is a surprise if you're paying attention. Assess your current situation, come up with a plan to deal with that situation, and come up with another plan to stay on course with your weight loss journey. Because you know what? Stuff like COVID is going to happen for the rest of your life, and it cannot be the reason you have fallen off your weight loss journey. Get up, make a plan, execute the plan, and move forward. Do all of these things, and nothing will ever stop your quest for a weight loss success. Everybody can do it. You just gotta want to do it. And being guided by your emotions is never going to help you get through any storm. Assess the current situation, make a plan, execute. That's all it's about. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.